ladies and gentlemen, you have made it to Brave to the Bone podcast, where we explore the dynamics of human courage in its most dynamic form, personal transformation. What does it take to dive into the unknown of ourselves? Who can help us get there? How scary is it to face our own edge? And what are the magic tools that we can use today to explore ourselves on this journey of healing just a little bit more? All the way from Scotland, we have Johan von Varan today. He was just on a ferry when we started this podcast, so it was totally amazing. He is also known as the man from somewhere. He's a personal growth and enlightenment leader, teaching people about seeking adventure and embracing a vulnerability in leadership in the natural world. You'll love this. Enjoy. Johan, thank you so much for coming to the show. All the way from Scotland, I am so happy to have you here. Can you tell my audience a little bit about who you are and what you're up to now? Oh, thank you so much for having me on, Tonya. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm originally from South Africa. I grew up as a young lad in, uh, in South Africa, so my, my roots are South African. And then uh, I moved over to the UK probably about, I think it's about 24, 25 years ago now, back in 97, I moved over to the UK. I was originally only supposed to be here for three years. I came to play rugby over here, professional rugby. And uh, yeah, I was going to be here for three years and then go home. I, I met my first wife when I was in the country, literally in the first sort of six months. Yeah, I, uh, I ended up staying um, and unfortunately, that didn't work out. But uh, that's that's life, you know. So, yeah, and that's that's why I'm still in still in the UK, um, and I'm, I've been based up in Scotland now probably for just over a year, because my second wife, <laughs> who we we also going through a divorce at the moment, we just decided together that it was financially cheaper for us to live up here, and also when the whole sort of coronavirus and everything kicked in because we used to live down south of of the UK right down south on the south coast but she is Scottish yeah we just decided financially it'd be better for us to live up north and that's why we decided to move up but for me as well living up north you know up in Scotland I'm up in the highlands there's just so much space and freedom and it gives me that sort of freedom that I had as a kid because I grew up on a big farm and and the sort of area that I grew up in, um, the average sort of farm was about 3,000 hectares, which is about 9,000 acres. Wow. uh, It's big. Yeah. So it was a no brainer for me to sort of relocate up to, up to Scotland. And I tell you what, it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made, not just purely for personal reasons, but also for the development of myself, because I've been personally working on myself really intensely for about 10 years. And the last three years has been, I sort of turned the notch a little bit. And then especially the last year when, uh, when my second marriage sort of broke down, I really dug in deep to sort of just get to the roots of what issues I had, what sort of development I can bring out of myself to become the person that I really want to be. So the last year, I would say, has really been a major, major transformation in my life. And to just sort of get the right direction, you know, on, on, and, and, and sort of focus on, uh, on that direction that I want to, want to travel in, you know, and where I want to go and what I want to achieve and, and put back out into the world. 
Yes, amazing. Um, can you take us back because you're, I'm in the US, I'm in California, you know, and um, it would just be amazing to hear a little bit about what it was like for you when you grew up in South Africa, and then when you started your journey of deciding that you wanted to grow personally 10 years ago. The thing is, South Africa is a very, I mean, I love South Africa, don't get me wrong, you know, I don't think I'll ever move back there to, to go and live there. It's just, there's a lot of issues in South Africa, you know, political issues, et cetera, et cetera. But you can, as, as there's a slogan, like, like they say, you can, you can take the boy out of Africa, but you can't take Africa out of the boy, you know. I will always, it'll always be my, my sort of homeland and, and I love it and I miss it. But opportunities wise, I don't think there's much for me out there. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty settled here, you know, I've, I've done most of my adult life. I, I have lived in the UK. Um, all my working life, as to say. But also the thing in South Africa is, it's very, it's a very harsh country. The, the, the people, as to say, the, especially the male population, you know, we were very suppressed in a way that we suppressed our feelings because it was very uncommon for men to show emotions in, in South Africa. You know, it's not frowned upon, but it's kind of frowned upon, you know, all back in the day when, when I grew up. And so I was bullied, you know, I, I was picked on as a, as a young boy, you know, those sort of things was, like I say, is, uh, it was, it was a very tough, tough country to grow up in and, and to sort of be in touch with that sort of side of things. So, when I moved over to the UK and I got exposed to different cultures, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different religions, my eyes literally opened up and I was like, because South Africa is very Christianity based, you know, we, I would probably say 80% of the population, especially the white South Africans are, are Christians, you know, and it, it's drummed in from a young age that anything outside of Christianity is the devil you know you, you don't wander out of the spectrum that's that's where you focus and that's where you stay on um and I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but for me i think there's more to life than to focus just on religion or to focus just on one certain aspect so when i moved to the uk and like i say i then got introduced to different backgrounds different ethnicities different religions the penny kind of dropped because I looked at all of these different aspects of life and I was like, 80%, 90% of that is the same as what I grew up in, you know, um, in, in, in a sense of there's a lot of similarities in Buddhism as there is in Christianity, as there is in uh, the Muslim religion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there, yeah, there's a lot of differences, but there's a lot of similarities. And then um, that's when I sort of went, okay, let's, let's experience different things and let's go out and sort of see what all these other aspects is all about. And that's when I then um, discovered the secret and I, I sort of studied that a little bit and I, I went into that. And then I would say probably about eight years ago, seven years ago, yeah, seven, eight years ago, I discovered a guy called Dr. Joe Dispenza. Absolute major, major influence in my life, you know, his work is phenomenal. And what I love about his work, uh, and I'm, by the way, you're shaking your head, I can imagine that you've come across him as well, you know. Uh, I've been to his um, retreats. I've been to a week-long retreat of his in Cancun. Just go, this recent one? The recent No, trip? no, I went, I went two years ago. I think it was two years ago that I went to the Cancun one. Unbelievable. And 
a year before that, I went to one in Edinburgh, which was a three-day one. And I tell you what, that was absolutely mind-blowing. Because what I love about him is, as men, we think very analytical. We want to understand something before we believe it, right? So he explains the science and the everything behind why you meditate and why you sort of do the work. And and what he says, what the, one of the things he says, that if you understand what to do and how to do it, the, why you do it and how to do it, the how becomes easier or something like that. That's what he says, you know, right. um, and he explains it in such depth and detail to you. And when I went and I was like, Oh my God, this, this absolutely makes sense, you know? And the more I sort of listened to him, the more I understood and the more the penny just kept dropping. I was like, Yes, this is absolutely what I want to do. And that was, I would probably say, one of the major, major turning points in my life is when I really started delving into his work, doing his meditations, and literally just focusing on myself to better myself. And once you are that person that you want to be, you will radiate that out to the world and you will attract everything that you want because you are radiating that out. And what you, what you put out is what you'll get back. You know, so yeah, I absolutely, absolutely love him. So you tapped into the greater field of consciousness and I love Joe Dispenza too. It would be just a dream of mine to get to go to one of his retreats, but you're also really tuned in to the natural world. Is that just because of how you were raised or how did you start to find, it feels like you're really nourished by both things now, by the, the natural world and Joe Dispenza's work with, with the field. And they're kind of the same thing, right? Exactly. And this is, this is what, Joe, what Dr. Joe says as well. Everything, everything, no matter what you look at and see is energy. Whether it's a stone that's over there or a living being, everything is energy, you know, and we are all connected. Um, and the more you are outside and the more I am in nature, the more connected I am to myself because I, I just, uh, for me, it's just when I'm out in nature, you know, I, I literally am, I'm everything. You, you, I am literally everything when I'm outside, you know, I, I absolutely love it. I love hugging trees. You know, I can feel the energy of the trees when I, when I'm out. Unfortunately, on the mountains in, in Scotland, there's not that many trees up, up in the mountains, but lower down, we, we do get some beautiful, beautiful big trees. Yeah, up high, there, there's not that many trees, uh, like I say. But yeah, I just feel when, when I'm outside, you know, I'm, I'm literally connected to everything. And, and that's what I love. You know, I, I love being and grounded. You know, it's just this, I'm, I'm, my mind's completely, when I'm outside and when I'm out in nature, whether I'm kayaking in the sea or up a mountain or exploring in the woods, you know, I'm literally, there's nothing in my mind. I'm not thinking anything. Uh, I am literally just a free spirit out there, enjoying it, um, taking it in, living in that moment, because that's where the magic happens, you know, is if you are in that moment and you are not chasing the future or thinking about the past, you are in that moment, you know, you are literally just, it's, it's almost like an atomic bomb. You just everything just is it's in here and it just explodes you know i absolutely love it so that's where who you are you're kind of in love with who you are at that time because you're what you are is super connected to to the greater world oh absolutely and that's that's what i when i when i do these tiktoks you know and and especially the messages you know i've, I've said this a few to a few people now on podcasts you know is i 
I started doing TikTok um, probably the same as about 80% of the, the adult population is, is due, due uh, coronavirus. When I started doing it, it was just a bit of fun, you know, because my, my background is I do commercial modeling and I'm an actor. So it was naturally for me easy to sort of connect with the audience, but I was doing more sort of thirst traps for the ladies and, and that sort of stuff, you know, just for a bit of laugh and, and to keep people entertained. Um, and then I did a few posts where I sort of checked in with people and they really resonated with people and they, they went viral. And I was like, do you know what, actually I can use this platform to really connect with anyone out there who, who's looking for a message or who's looking to just get lifted up, you know, especially during the times that, that we did go through and still are going through, you know, what I also feel is I would probably say 90, 95% of the TikToks that I do is we all get triggered. No matter how pure you think you are, you will always get triggers. We all have our triggers, but it's how you react from those triggers and how long you stay in that state of being. Because if you say, for instance, someone cuts you off in traffic and you lose your temper and you are now driving behind that guy that's cut you off, for the next hour and for that next hour you are absolutely raging because this guy has cut you off and you are fuming and all you can think now is you are giving that negative energy out and it's not doing you any favors you are harming yourself more than anything else in the world but it's recognizing those triggers and actually going okay why why is that triggering me what is that emotion coming up what what is that actually trying to show me and, and still teach me and that is when i when I still go through things in my life and things happen, I go, okay, how can I use this? And what message is in there for me to put out? And that's where a lot of my TikToks come from. And, and I use it as self-development really, but then I put it out to the world. And if it resonates with other people out there as well, you know, and even if it just helps one person out there, that's great. So it's both a really simple idea, but yet a little complex. Uh, for the audience, could you give us an example of understanding an emotion in yourself that you were able to share with the world? I would, that, the, one of the first TikToks I did was um, I literally just walked into the room. I put my camera down on the floor because I, I felt so depressed because I was, I was literally going through a stage where, I, mean, I was going through a stage where probably about, I would say, eight months ago, um, me and my, my ex-wife now, who uh, we've got a little daughter together, she's five, and we were really at loggerheads. And for me, I'm in the UK by myself, you know, I've got no family here. Moving up to Scotland, I'm very isolated up here. I've not got many friends up here. So I don't really have anyone that I could connect with face to face. Although, yes, I can Zoom call my parents or I can Zoom call my friends from back down south or in South Africa or whatever. Ever, but I didn't have that close person with me and I just wanted to check in with myself to see if I'm okay so I put the camera down on the floor and I literally walked in noticed the camera walked up picked the camera up and I literally just asked from a sincere point down deep in my heart are you okay you know and that was it and that video went oh it went viral I mean I had like over two three million views on it and, and it just went it completely blew up but it's because of the sincerity that I put out there, but it's, it's how I felt at that moment. I needed someone there to pick me up and say, are you okay? Just, just those three words, you know, are you okay? And, and that if you, if you can feel like someone cares, you know, 
it makes such a difference. And that's why I say to anyone, even if you just walk down the road and you smile at someone, that smile, that person might just need that smile to go, do you know what? Life's not that bad. That person who doesn't even know me has given me a smile and that's lifted that person up. So that that is a, a really prime example of, of something that I needed that day is for someone to check in with me. And when I did that and I looked back at that post with all the comments and all the likes and all the people that shared it, you know, that lifted me up beyond anything that I could have imagined that would have happened. And that's that's what the connection that I was looking for and what I got. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. You were totally connected to such a deeper level and the humility in that is so beautiful. When you started to get in touch with your emotions, was it challenging having the background that you had? I've always been an emotional guy anyway from, I mean, I I will read a good book and and if the title is fantastic, I would shed a tear. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm very emotional. And, uh, so for me, it was, it was always, something that was that was there but it was because of my background growing up in south africa it was very suppressed and and i knew that if that came out i would get bullied or frowned upon and 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 and, and uh, it wasn't something that that sat well with people around me so it wasn't difficult for me to connect with that side once i became older and wiser you know and that's like actually i didn't give two monkeys about anyone else around me it's what i feel all that matters is how you feel and what what's what's important to you don't care about anyone else it's you need to care about yourself first and if you can connect in there you know the rest will follow yeah and you um talk about getting grounded all the time i guess i'm curious about when you go on your adventures is it important to you to diversify and try new things or is there like a place where you like to go all the time that helps you connect? Do you know what? Scotland is so beautiful, right? There's so many places that I go to and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't get any better than this until I go out the next time to a different place. I'm like, Oh wow. You know, this is, this is amazing. Cause um, this, this route that I literally drove down today, I was, I was up here just on that little bit before I got this last ferry over to where I'm now, I, I was up there. I went paddling there with um, with a friend. I would say probably about four weeks ago. It was just before spring, you know. So there was there wasn't much color. It was still very green, but today when I drove down, it was just uh, the fauna has absolutely exploded. You know, there was so many different color flowers and all these. I mean, this whole yellow and pink everywhere just as i was driving down i was like oh my god i was here four weeks ago and it looked completely different and now it's so colorful and, and it was just radiating out i was like wow just taking it all in so this i i won't say there's just one specific place you know it's if you ever come to scotland you'll you'll understand what i'm saying because there's so many places you know and i'm i'm out on a weekly basis when i've not got my little girl because i've got her for like five days and then she goes back to her mum for eight days and then she's back with me for five so the, the eight days that i've not got her i i'm literally all over scotland if it's not in the mountains it's on the coast and if it's not on the coast it's looking for hidden and uh sort of uh, abandoned castles and yeah i'm, I'm always out and, and, and exploring and, and finding places that just blows my mind so do you kind of blow yourself around like a tumbleweed or do you have <laughs> um 
like a, I know you lo- love Joe Dispenza, <laughs> you have some routines that you're committed to that kind of help you stay in touch and grounded. And I just also wanted to comment that I think it's so beautiful how forgiving you are with your emotions, like, and how honest you are when you said you felt so depressed and were able to really reach out into the world. It takes a lot of self-kindness to do that. And I, I wonder if that's also evolving and that's getting easier. Yeah, you know, I, I I do meditate. I try to meditate on a daily basis. I've, I've still got my routine um, that, that I, I try to stick to. It is difficult sometimes. I've got my base up on, in, up sort of near Inverness, up north where I live. So I've, I've got a, a three-bedroom sort of lodge in the overlooking the mountains that I live in. And, and my daughter absolutely loves it there. You know, we are, we're out in the sticks there and, and it is fantastic. You know, there's no traffic anywhere so she just can go out the house and just go absolutely mental you know she, she loves it she plays amazing it, it's great but when i've not got it you know in my van i um it's not a it's not a, a van that's kitted out but i've got a mattress in the back sort of those those camping mattresses i've got a tent uh, i've got my sleeping bag i've got my backpack always with me you know my my walking gear I've got a little cooler box then I've got my little uh, barbecue in the back and I've always got wood and charcoal. And so, yeah, when I've not got her, you know, I'm, I literally get in the van and I'm off, you know, and I'm, I go out. And so I'm still in that routine where I get up and I will do my meditation and I still ground myself and I still focus on, on what's important to me and what I need to work on. Um, especially on, on, on those days when I mean the first, couple of days is always hard for me when she goes back you know because I I tend to sort of used to feel quite sorry for myself that I'm lonely and I'm by myself but now you know I I look at that and I I I work on that and I was like okay let's go deeper into that where where does that resonate and where does that come from you know and it it does always go back to childhood on that loneliness because I was a bit of a loner as as a as a as a youngster you know so yeah but a routine is quite important you've got to have some sort of routine to keep yourself on the straight and narrow i would say yeah so what would you like to manifest or have happen now for you i know you're um really fulfilled by working on yourself and touching the lives of others do you have any ideas of how you'd like to expand that do you know for me i i just want to keep living the life i'm living now you know i but and this is a funny thing you know since i left school i think i worked for a boss for i had to i had to go or left university i had to go and do a two-year practical at a, at a at a massive factory because i studied industrial engineering and i had to do um a two a, a year um practical to get my degree basically so i worked for a boss then right and since then which is 20 23 years ago 22 23 years ago i have never worked for a boss you know i've always done my own thing and you know there's times where i'm like i've got no money in my account but <laughs> i always managed to survive do you know what i mean and i look back i'm like i don't even know how that happened you know how how i got through that month or how I got through those six months or through that year but I'm very blessed you know what I, I things tend to just sort of come to me in a way but it's it's because of what you put out you know like I said earlier it's it's what you put out to the world you'll always get back and if you if you've got that mindset and this is this is what I manifest every day you know I manifest things to come to me to to just come in you know whether it's whether it's money whether it's work whatever you know it's it, it 
things always just seem to show up. So I, I, I'm just manifesting this life that I've got now to continue, you know, and, and, and I'm happy to, to live the life I am, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I don't need a mansion. I don't need flash cars, you know, I don't need a Rolex watch and all that, that rubbish, you know, I, it's nice, but I don't need that. You know, it's not, it's not something that I need. So I don't aspire to have all those worldly possessions yes it would be nice to drive a ferrari i'm not going to say i wouldn't drive one if someone gave it to me but it's not something that i'm like oh i really want that i really want that ferrari you know this it's not it's not for me i'm i'm happy to drive my van and sleep in the back of my van rough next to the road you know what i mean it, it, that makes me happy so yeah that's the more of that please <laughs> yeah definitely I'm wondering if you feel like the more you're working on yourself and connecting to the greater field of consciousness and, and being out in nature, if you also feel aware of the impermanence of it all, because it feels like the more you start to connect, the more for me that you realize that, you know, we can't take any time for granted. Are you feeling that way? Absolutely. Do you know what? We, um, it's actually funny you should say that. My um, my my ex, who uh, we we broke up, like I say, a year ago, we were at loggerheads, literally like like big time, up until I would say probably about a month ago, where it was it was really really, and and I mean the major thing it started escalating over Christmas last year, and and that's a long story. But what's happened is she's had a friend or a mutual friend of ours. She's literally on a year ago she was she got she got uh, diagnosed with cancer and then she got better, but she's now i mean she's 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 and she's quite young still you know she's my age she's 46 47 you know and uh she's she's she's, she's basically gone you know and uh my my ex turned around the other day and she was like you know i'm, I'm tired of this life's too short and uh and and when i th when i when we had that discussion you know, I, it really dropped and I, and, and i mean i felt that a long a long time ago that life is too short you know you can't you blink and it's over you know and but you realize these things the older you get the older you get the wiser you get and it, it is a shame that life is like that that you only realize these things when you when you become older as, as they say the old saying is the older you get the wiser you get it is a shame that that happens but i also feel like there's a lot of these things that is not taught in school you know, I, I feel there's a lot of these life lessons that should be brought out in school, like like manifestation, like consciousness, like awareness. You know, awareness for me is a big thing. You've, you've got to be aware of who you are, who you want to be, uh, being aware of what's triggering you, being aware of the emotions that's coming up, you know, because you are not your emotions. You know, you, you are absolutely not those emotions. It's 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 energy and motion that and that's what dr joe also says it's, it's energy and motion that comes up but if you can be the observer and look at that and go right what is that teaching me what is that trying to show me what is where does that come from where does that resonate from you know and that's the key is is awareness for me i would say is the is the major key in my life is just being aware of who i am and who i who i want to be what's what's the end goal who i want to be and who i want to project out to the world so I see that you are being really aware of your emotions, but you also take action, like, you know, by looking into it and making a video or working with it. Do you feel like that's what really kind of like is the handle that gets you up and out to be able to lift and change that emotion? I would definitely say so. I think so, yes, because 
I mean, if you, there's, there's a lot of things that people think, oh, I, it's, it's like, I mean, if you, if you think of it, there's so many things that people put on the back burner going, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Oh, I'll get to that tomorrow. Oh, oh I'll, I'll paint that wall tomorrow. Or I'll finish the bathroom tomorrow. It's that same sort of aspect. If you keep putting things off, you're never going to get to it. Take action and do it now. Do it. it doesn't matter if it's, if it's hard, if it's tough. You know, you've got to delve into that, sort that problem out, fix that issue, look into that. What, what is, always look into what is that trying to teach you, you know? And, and that's what I found that has really helped me develop into the person that I am now and still becoming is taking that action, you know, being aware and take action. That's, that's a major, major thing that you, that you do need to do in, any, in anything, no matter whether it's a personal life, whether it's a, a small-term goal or long-term goal, put your thoughts and put, a, put all of that into action. And that's, that's the thing, being aware of it and then taking action on it, you know, absolutely needs to be done. Have you thought about taking some tours and letting people, young people go with you and kind of teaching them about this and just being outside and, and, and the let go that's required to connect with the world? Yeah, you know, I've had, I've had quite a lot of people actually are commenting on the post and there's, there's so many people who's like, oh, I want to go on a hike with you. Or I want to want to just go out with you and, and spend a day with you to just have a chat and and, and, and learn, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm absolutely open to that. You know, that one of one of my things that I want to do is I wanted to I think it was about two years ago. I was thinking of starting a retreat predominantly for men. You know, because there's, I think there's a big demand for men to be able to open up and just be in touch with your feminine side, you know, and, and all Especially of those. coming from you because you're just this wild man. So to be, <laughs> to be a wild man and to teach them about connecting to their whole selves, I think that's totally true. That's totally needed and just would be amazing. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a group in, uh, in the States called Sacred Sons these guys are phenomenal they they do retreats and, and it's just for men you know yeah they, they've got a mass they've got a really good website called sacred sons have you um, gone or how do you know about no, it I've, I've, you know what I, I wanted to go but then i went to dr joe's joe's um uh retreats first and then obviously uh all this COVID business got kicked in so i've not had the opportunity to go just yet but i definitely want to go I, I probably will go um within the next year maybe two years once everything just because i mean in the uk it's still a bit of an issue to just even get out of the country you know and uh -huh. yeah they've literally just opened up the borders to a few places in europe um i'm not even sure if we can go to the states yet and then coming back you still have to self-isolate and all that stuff you know so um i, I definitely want to go on to one of their retreats i think they those guys are they are phenomenal you know they um they do drums they do all these big fire ceremonies uh they do these big wrestle matches in a cage where you wrestle with other guys you know oh it's all that but it's not it's not to hurt each other it's just to get that sort of masculinity out and and oh yeah it's just the release and yeah it, honestly if, if the audience whoever's listening if they if there's guys out there from the states who want to connect have a look at the at the guys called sacred sons you know they are yeah they, those guys are awesome Oh, amazing. Yeah. And so you're thinking about going and then kind of seeing what you could pull off. It would be great. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's something that, um, that, that I'm very interested in doing. But in the long run, you know, it, it won't, it, it will be based at men, but I will open it up to, to, uh, to, to both sexes. You know, I, I think it's very important for both 
male and females to be, connect, be able to connect on on that level where it's it's we're all one you know we're all connected there's no separation between females and males we yes we are different uh sexes but i mean we're all still the same you know we all we're all human but yeah i think it'll be fantastic if i can develop something like that so yeah that that is a long-term goal of mine i wanted to have that up and running by the end of this year but obviously with everything going on it's uh it's going to be a bit tricky to, to start but uh we're, we're still pushing towards that it'll be great if, if we can get something up and going but hopefully within the next two years at least we'll we'll have uh we'll have a small retreat going you know and i'll have, i'll have spaces for people to come and even if it's just maybe two or three days to start off with, you know, come and we'll go out on hikes and live in nature, you know, and just connect and, and uh, yeah, go from there. Yeah. So you really feel like you find yourself most when you're completely in the middle of nowhere. Can you tell us a little bit about what your um, Instagram name is so people can follow you and your TikTok? Yeah, so on TikTok, it's man from somewhere. And do you know what? It's uh, it's a funny thing because I actually, I wanted to go um, man from nowhere. But because when I when I moved, and it's, it's actually a bit of a, a funny story because what happened was when I used to go back to South Africa in the, in the sort of first 10 years, Obviously, when I when I moved over, I started picking up the sort of the slang of of the the English and and so forth. So when I went back, or my friends used to say that my accent was a bit bastardized. I don't belong. I don't belong anywhere, you know. So um, that always stuck in the back of my mind. So when this TikTok thing started, I was like, "Oh man, from nowhere." So let's try that. But then that username username wasn't available. So uh, I then did man from somewhere, and I was like, "Yes, that's available." And and the the longer I had it, I was like, do you know what? It is. It actually is better because I am always somewhere different. There's this. I'm not always in the same place. So it's it's always somewhere that I'm going to be and 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 uh, make these different videos and stuff. So that's where that came from. So yeah, man from somewhere on TikTok, and uh, my username on Instagram is the same, but also V Johan V because my surname is Van Voren. So uh, it's just a V in the front and a V at the back, and obviously my name is Johan. So yeah, V O N V, but same if you search "man from somewhere," it'll come. But there's links in both. You know, if you're on TikTok, "man from somewhere," there's a link in the uh, in the bio. If you click on that, it'll take you straight to my Instagram as well, so you can connect on both. You know, it's such a great name, and I see in the future like just having like a website and then um, you know doing retreats just called "man from somewhere" is just so neat because people can really find themselves in that. I just love it. You know, I love how somewhere yeah. makes you kind of land, you know, rather <laughs> than than nowhere. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Is there anything? that you see nowadays that in the culture of being in touch with your uh, emotions versus not, especially for the male culture, is there anything that breaks your heart about seeing people really disconnected from, from their whole selves? Do you know, I, for me, it's, it's, I, I would definitely say still going out, you know, looking at men out there, you know, there, there is so many men out there who, who are still disconnected with, with themselves, who's, who's afraid. You know, they, they are afraid to be in touch with that feminine side, to be, to be expressive, to, to show emotion, you know, to show, to be vulnerable. You know, there, there's so many guys out there who, who thinks that if they are going to show vulnerability, that they are going to be weak. You know, 
it takes it takes guts and strength to show vulnerability. You know, you're not weak if you show vulnerability. You're not you're not you're not a loser if you show vulnerability. You are actually more of a man if you can get in touch with that vulnerable side of you. Because once you get in touch with that vulnerability of yourself, you know that's where true development will start, and that's where you become your true self, and you will really connect with who you are meant to be and always will be from then onwards. And when you see people in your life who are really struggling, do you just guide them to get, get outside? And is that one of your number one? <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, a, it's a tricky one because I've, I've got a few friends, you know, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine line, you know, because you, you don't want to overstep the boundary and, and, and you, you don't want them to turn around going, oh, they, they, because some of them goes, uh, Please don't therapy. Please don't therapy me now on, on this issue, or whatever you know. So, so there's there's a fine line that you that you have to um, try and tread on, you know. And what I try and do is, um, yes, if they ask me, I, I will help. Um, but I always just try and live by example, you know. Um, I try and practice what I preach. So that that for me is is the most important thing, especially amongst my friends. You know, there, there was a stage where. I was trying to change the world and I'm like, oh, you've got to do this. You've got to think of this. You've got to do it this way, you know, but that, that's not the way to go forward. You know, you've, you've got to live by example. Um, and once you do that and you radiate that out, people will go, okay, well, I want a bit what he's got, you know, and, and then wow. people will ask, they will then come to you and they will ask going, mate, wow. what is, what are you smoking? What are you drinking? I want some of that. <laughs> That is such wonderful advice. I absolutely love it. So gosh, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for taking time. I mean, I've never had somebody on a ferry when I started a podcast. <laughs> oh, bless you. So Thank this- you so much for having me on, Tonya. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm so grateful for your continued support. I have some amazing events, circles, storytelling workshops, lots of fun things to keep you aligned with who you are becoming, your true self. And we need to start changing the stories that we tell about ourselves to ourselves. So it's all about this, that we lift each other up in these groups. You can come along, join for free, You can find all this information in my Facebook group. It's called The Healed Hero Collective. Send me a message. You can email me at thehealedhero at gmail.com. And also you can find me on Instagram at healyourhero.